When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The following is a Learfield presentation of the Razorback Sports Network. This group is asking the right questions and really, really locked in. On the Razorback Sports Network from Learfield, live from Sassy's Barbecue and Grill in Fayetteville, it's time for Eric Musselman Live, presented by Core Brewing, the official craft brewery of the Arkansas Razorbacks, and by West Rock Coffee, the official coffee partner of the Razorbacks. Your chance to hear from the head coach of the Hogs begins now. We cannot have our fans walk out of this building and not feel really good about the effort and energy and enthusiasm that we had tonight. Eric Musselman Live is also brought to you by Coca-Cola. There's magic when we cheer together. First Security Bank. It's banking with people you know and people you know you can count on. First Security. Bank better by Shelter Insurance. For award-winning service, find an agent near you at shelterinsurance.com. By Summit Utilities, bringing natural gas to Razorback fans across Arkansas. By Sonic Drive-In. Sonic has been a proud sponsor of Razorback Athletics for over 25 years. Mmm, Sonic. LRS, Arkansas's local waste management company. And by Bud Light. Easy to drink, easy to enjoy. Please drink responsibly. Now, let's talk Arkansas basketball. Alongside Coach Musselman, here's the voice of the Razorbacks, Chuck Barrett. All right, it is good to be here on a Monday night. we got a full room. Welcome to Eric Musselman Live. We're at Sassy's Barbecue and Grill on Steamboat Drive in Fayetteville. Hope everybody had a good holiday. And, uh, hey, let's welcome in the coach of the Razorbacks. How about that? Eric Musselman. As we get uh, as we get started tonight, I'm interested in how today went, Coach. I, I know you went back to the practice floor today since you've been back. Just kind of clue us in on this afternoon. Well, I just made the the show. Yeah. Um, we just start- got off the floor. <laughs> we started at two thirty. Oh wow! Um, but we we went pretty long. But we took two days off. Uh, Saturday was a long travel day. Uh, the travel to the Bahamas, you know, kind of surprised us on the way out with a six-hour delay and then you know coming back was was pretty problematic as well we we left our hotel i think around 6 15 a.m and i walked into our house at at three o'clock so we could have flown to maui in in the same (laughs) amount of time as we did uh for a three-hour uh flight to to nassau Uh, but hopefully well rested after after 48 hours off their feet and uh good practice today uh, very detailed practice. Obviously, when you play a team like Duke, you better be overly detailed. Um, so we'll see where it, where it falls. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested. When you come back from a trip like this, you've got three games, three days. You've got a long trip. You've got a great opponent coming up on Wednesday night. How do you balance the preparation, the correction, getting kids' legs back? And, and there's, there's, there's a lot to do there, I would guess, in a short amount of time. Yeah, well, because normally, um, Chuck, what happens is is after we play, um, the next time we get together as a team, whether it's, you know, we give them a day off and then come back or whether it's that next day, depends on how the schedule is. But we always 
follow up a game at some point with cleanup. Um, and what cleanup means is review, review the prior night's game, both offensively, defensively, and then our special teams, which is free throw situations, out of bounds, side out, baseline out. And it's only us cleaning up ourselves. Uh, when you play three games in three nights, you can't do it, especially when games two and three are under 24 hours. This, this was the hardest by far scheduling stretch that I've ever been a part of. We were the last team to the Bahamas. Um, we had the last practice the first day that we practiced. We had the last shoot-around of the day, the day of the game. We played the last game, played double overtime, and then we had to play a game less than 24 hours from that time. Uh, no excuses. That's what happens when you decide to go play in a tournament like that. Um, but we were the only team that every game had less time to prepare than their opponent. And I think it caught up with us. I really do. I think uh, in game one, if maybe that doesn't go into double overtime, we have a little bit more juice in game two um, and so on and so forth. But what I did is um, on the plane while we waited, because uh, we had to land in Miami, um, the entire time I watched every game in reverse order and I clipped every second of the game uh, whatever clips the players were going to get it was my verbiage um, I told the assistants that and, and the sports that they didn't have to watch any of the three games um, and then the players all received that um, and it was teaching stuff uh, you know every second that a player got he got those clips on what he did correctly in areas that we have to get better at you correct me if i'm wrong but a lot of times that work is done by your staff as opposed to at arkansas head yes. coach yes yep. and, and so why did you want to do that this time uh, i guess i thought it, you know it's my responsibility because you know it's it's easy to to let the assistants do that you know when things are going well mm -hmm. um you know i have to you know it's, it's my job to um and then I, you know, yesterday, whatever I didn't get done, I got on the treadmill and had a staff member s s next to me on the treadmill. He had a pen and piece of paper, and I had the laptop. And, uh, and it went all the way. You know, yesterday was, was as long a day as, as, as I've had after three games. And then we went, you know, as, as a staff, most of us got right in um, on, on Sunday to, to get back at the video. I know you would have loved to have come back two and one or three and zero, oh, but you look at the competition you played there. What you're going to play Wednesday night? I mean, this is you know this is Sweet Sixteen type competition. You've got to feel like down the road, you're going to be a better basketball team because of this. You, you know, I I certainly think uh, it should help prepare us, Chuck. It should help show us where our holes are, uh, but you also you know you got to get back on track. Is is kind of a phrase I'm going to use, and you look at what the Denver Broncos have done from the beginning of the year and then how they flipped it and have now played such great football. There's a mental, you know, thing to all this as well. There's the physical, the mental, and then the spirit that you have internally. Um, and, and, you know, obviously, you know, at this juncture, none of us thought that, you know, that we'd be four and three. We are. And, uh, and, and you got to get out of your feelings and you gotta, you got to bounce back. We're going to have an incredible crowd on Wednesday against an incredible team uh, that's got potentially three first-round draft picks and two lottery picks that we'll be playing against. And when you play against pros, you better bring your A game. Yeah, I was looking at their roster and you know, I thought about Zach Eady for Purdue, number one, and then Filipowski for Duke and the similarities, it seems like, in their game. Uh, Filipowski may be even more athletic. And, and, He's more athletic. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I, just, I, I just wonder from a defensive standpoint, are there similarities? Are there things you take from the Purdue game? Are there, are there you know, common themes defensively, I guess, in a player like that? Well, you know, I think, you know, as we looked at Zach Eady and I, you know, I kind of told the team and told, you know, some of the media that, you know, we, we kind of went back on how we guarded Shaquille O'Neal. Um, you, you know, the guy that we're playing against with Duke is, is, has no resemblance um, to Shaq. He's more of a, um, I'm going to say a little bit 
characteristics of maybe a Dirk Nowitzki, uh, where you got to be able to play him in the post. You got to be able to play him defensively in the mid post. Uh, when he runs pick and roll, he can pick and pop for a three. Uh, but he's he, he's probably the best college player uh, in today's college game, meaning this year in the short roll, meaning he sets a pick and pick and roll and he slides right to the nail area or the middle of the top of the key, and then he makes plays from there. So we're going to have to handle isolations, mid-post isolations, um, and, and we are putting together a scheme that's different than we've used all season, and then we'll see if we're able to execute it. Well, you know, I was, I was looking through some of the numbers, and you were talking about some of the players in addition to him, and I know you always – you know, pick that one guy out. You know, we're going to focus on this guy. I mean, I don't know, you know, how you look at their roster and say, okay, this is the one guy that, you know, we feel like we got to stop. Well, it's really hard. I mean, you know, number 30, the big that you're talking about, averages about 19 a game. Uh, and then you have a bunch of guys that average between 12, mm-hmm. 9, 11. So they have, a, they have a multitude of guys. And then when they go to the bench, uh, I mean, they're bringing in Foster, and he's, you know, projected – anywhere from 19 to 22 in the NBA draft, and he's coming off the bench. So that's the talent level you're playing against. Hey, as we get started tonight, I'll tell you, Leighton Blocker is going to join us here in just a little while. We'll, uh, we'll have an opportunity to visit with him, get to know him a little bit better. Coach Z's back after like a two-week vacation, and then he went to the Bahamas too. So uh, he'll be around here in just a few minutes. We'll uh, ask the coach. That's brought to you by Alumni Hall. So we got more to do. Stay with us. Eric Musselman Live returns after the break on the Razorback Sports Network from Learfield. First Security has been putting our home state first since 1932, helping fellow Arkansans and their families buy homes, grow businesses, and build futures. Today, First Security is still committed to helping you bank better, providing local solutions and local support in the places we love too. It's community banking with people you know and people you know you can count on. First Security. Bank better. FSBank.com. Member FDIC. When the game goes into overtime. But... The game goes into overtime. The choice to enjoy is easy. Bud Light, easy to drink, easy to enjoy. Order Bud Light online today. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. At Summit Utilities, we're more than just your gas bill. We're also your neighbors, and we're here to help, just like your neighbors do. Account-related questions, aid in setting up a payment plan, or assistance with rebate processing to help you save money on a new water heater. We've got you. At Summit, we're the keepers of the flame, making sure you have hot meals, warm baths, and a cozy home, providing you with energy that's there when and where you need it. Summit Utilities. Comfort delivered. Follow the hogs on and off the hardwood at Razorback MBB. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and more. This is Arkansas Basketball from Learfield. Glad you're back as we continue on Eric Musselman Live. We're at Sassy's Barbecue and Grill on Steamboat Drive in Fayetteville. 8 15. 
is the tip-off time on Wednesday night. So uh, be prepared for that. Time for our Ask the Coach questions uh, presented by Alumni Hall in Fayetteville. Where's Coach Z at? There he right is, here, right here. He's got the microphone, oh, yeah. and uh, take it away, man. All right, good to be back, Chuck. Well, you and Coach, we got Steve Andrews right here, and he's always got a good question for Coach. Hey, Coach. Uh, we recently saw Anthony Black uh, give back to the community, uh, you know, kind of showing that pride that he had for being a raised back. I think you even said he was only here for eight months and still felt that. How do you try to instill that in your players, the, the pride of being a Razorback, you know, wearing that uniform that represents so many other people? And what's your message to these guys coming in? Yeah, I mean, I, number one, uh, you know, you always want character people that understand. You know, I think that a player like Anthony has incredible appreciation for, number one, how he was treated off the floor. Um, when he would go into restaurants, people would come up. They would be polite. They were excited to meet him. Um, I think he understands on the, on the court uh, the way the fans treated him and supported him, whether it was a road trip and people were there for him, um, whether it was in Bud Walton. And then I think the, you know, the, the other piece to it is just you know, how you're treated academically, how you're treated uh, in the Jones Center. Um, and then the final piece is, you know, the opportunity that he got on the floor that helped him, you know, reach his dreams in just eight months. But it's also how he's raised. And, uh, you know, his mom, Jennifer, is incredible. And, you know, they did that in Orlando where they gave out food for over Thanksgiving. They did it in Dallas, and they did it in northwest Arkansas. Um, really cool, but that's the character of, of him and – Look like with, you know, we talked to our guys even in the Bahamas just about, you know, what we owe back from an effort standpoint when people are, look, anybody that traveled to Nassau, that was time away from other family members potentially because of Thanksgiving. Um, they decided to spend a holiday with us, supporting us. Um, and so I think, you know, when you talk about it and, and it's real talk and um, I'm not from Arkansas and and but obviously when you play in front of 20,000 people and you see the pride like you got to be able to give back and certainly Anthony uh, understood that as we all do all right Zeke all right coach we got a uh, Brandon Jones here from Fort Smith coach it's uh, no coincidence that you know Layden's coming on the show tonight with kind of the coming out party he had there in uh, Bahamas kind of similar to how Anthony did last year in Maui but Anthony was already starting, and Layden goes almost overnight from just playing a handful of minutes to starting against two pretty good teams. What really went into that decision? What did he do, or had it been stuff he'd been doing to get elevated to that role so quickly? Yeah, I mean, I, number one, our rosters, um, our rotations, we're still trying to figure it out. Um, you know, Layden is a, uh, a fierce competitor. He's not nervous or scared of anything or anybody. Um, he's a great offensive rebounder for his position. Not good, great. He's a great defender. Um, but he's got, like any young player, just as Anthony had areas of growth that he needed to grow into, so does Layden. Uh, because Layden is such a great offensive rebounder, when he doesn't come up with the offensive rebounds, it's really hurt our transition defense. And it really hurt us against North Carolina. Um, we don't want to take away a strength of his, but we do have to understand that when he goes to the offensive glass at the point guard position, that's very unusual. Um, so we've got to try to figure out some scheme stuff that's maybe a little bit different than in the past. Um, and then we need Layden to have way more assists. I think he has three assists on the year. And, and not just Layden, uh, but L. Ellis, we need, we need more assists from that position. Um, and the ball's got to move a little bit more, although Layden is an incredibly unselfish player. Um, I guess when he passes it, somebody's got to make a shot, too, in order to get an assist. When you talk about guards rebounding, are, are, there, are there hard and fast rules? Are there do's and don'ts? Are, are there, uh, or does it vary from opponent to opponent, guards crashing as opposed to you know, making sure you're back in transition? That's a great question Chuck I think that if a player is really good at it you let him go 
you know, like a Dees Tony a few years ago. It didn't matter who we were playing. We needed him to go crash the old boards. Um, with Layden, I don't want to take it away from him um, because he's really, you know, good at it and effective. But he's going to have to make some decisions when to go and when not to go because North Carolina ran their sideline break and R.J. Davis was at the receiving end a lot of times before our point guards got across half court. He was in either the right or left corner making threes. And so um, teams are going to pick up that, Ant, that, that he, that Layden goes to the glass. And because of that, we're going to have to maybe have some cross matches at times. But it's, it's a unique thing for a point guard to go to the glass. Now, L. Ellis does not offensive rebound at all. Um, and so we need L to get back quicker than what he's done instead of just kind of lingering around. Um, so those are things that, right. you know, when we talk about those film sessions, Chuck, those are some of the things that we're picking up. Right, I lost Z. Right back here behind okay. you, Coach. He's we got uh, Kaylee. Hey, Coach. So speaking of assists, in these past few games, I've noticed that they've been, uh, our assists have been a lot fewer. How, what do you attribute that to, and how do you solve that? Well, I think uh, in the North Carolina game, you know, you're probably not going to have a, a high number of assists when a player is just smoking hot like T. Mark was um, because he was put in isolation situations. Um, and in the college game, you know, sometimes one or two dribbles, you're, you're never going to get an assist at the NBA level. Sometimes a guy will get assist and there's five dribbles. Um, so we, you know, that particular game, when someone scores 34 points and he's doing it off top of the key, one-two dribble uh, pull-up game, there's going to be a low number. But the assists have been a huge concern uh, since day one that this team has been together. The ball has to move much more uh, than what we've seen in the past. There have been some games where you've had high pass totals, just not high assist totals. It looks like you've got some willing guys. It, it may be the flow. For lack of a better way to put it, it's not quite there yet. Yeah, and I think early, Chuck, we really, we, you know, we were getting over that 200 mark of, of late. Uh, we had 133-game okay. pass, which, you know, we got to get better in that. Uh, the way Memphis played defensively where they switched everything, sometimes that will eliminate some of the ball movement from side to side because the defense really doesn't shift when – uh, when they're just switching everything. So there's a lot of different things. that, But we, we, we definitely want to move the ball better, and we want to move bodies better than we have. I should mention that uh, I know Z's been handing out $25 gift cards courtesy of Alumni Hall on College Avenue. They've got all kinds of holiday gift ideas for you. Is Matt yep. still around? Oh, yeah, right here, Coach. He's yep. back here. Go all ahead. We got Brian here from Russellville, Coach. Hey, Coach. How you doing? Good, thanks. I've got a question. Well, not really. I'm not really doing good, but I'm here. Well, yeah. I understand. Trevon Brazil, after his injury, doesn't seem like he's the same as he was last year. Is there going to be a transition for him to get back to normal, or how do you see his progression? Well, I actually think the opposite. I think he is back to where he was. When I look at the aggressiveness on the offensive glass, um, I think he had 17 rebounds the other night. I think eight or nine of them were offensive. Um, he's had some explosive dunks. Um, I think that uh, when a player's been out for nine months, there's always going to be an adjustment. Um, he's actually way further ahead, I think, than our team doc, our trainer, and the head coach myself thought he would be. I thought he would be way more tentative through the first ten games. Um, we're on game seven right now. And uh, if you look at his statistics, uh, our leading rebounder, I think our third leading free throw attempt player, which free throws attempted is a sign of being aggressive. Offensive rebounds, a sign of being aggressive. So uh, I do think he needs to get a little bit uh, more physical. I think that would be the area um, that he could get better at. But I think from the knee standpoint, he's running the floor like he always did, and his leaping ability and his jumping um, from a testing standpoint is actually ahead of where he was 
before the injury. So he's, he's actually got a little bit more explosiveness than he did. And a lot of that has to do um, both with his knee that had surgery and the other knee, his quads and everything are a little bit stronger than they were. He obviously got past that psychological hurdle that you hear about some players having. We've not seen it as fans. I, I just wonder when that happened. I mean, when could you tell that was not going to be an issue anymore? Uh, I, I think maybe the first couple times he went live, mm-hmm. um, he tried to dunk uh, over somebody, and, and I kind of grabbed him and said, hey, man, chill out, like, for, you know, for a couple practices. Like, just get the feel for stuff. And so I think he wanted – like, I think it was in his – you know, in the back of his mind, hey – I'm coming off this injury, but I want to be aggressive. Um, and then he and I did have some conversations because um, I thought defensively maybe he was a little bit more protective than offensively, which is human nature because defensively you're reacting to somebody. Offensively, you're the aggressor and you know which, which movements your bodies are doing where if I'm guarding you, Chuck, I'm reacting and cutting based on the movements that you make. So well, you better be quick, Coach. Yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Chuck, I'm quicker than you. I don't think he'd have any problem shutting me down. <laughs> I think it'd be fair to say that. Thanks, Coach Z. Appreciate it. Thanks to Alumni Hall for uh, their $25 gift cards. And, again, uh, the best holiday gifts are uh, at Alumni Hall on College in Fayetteville. All right, quick break. Back with more in just a moment on the Razorback Sports Network from Learfield. Welcome to the Sonic Burgerverse. Burgerverse! It's like a universe, but with deliciously juicy cheeseburgers. So cheesy. And two new cheeseburgers have just made it into the lineup. Bold Hickory Barbecue. Tangy. And Garlic Butter Bacon. It's back. The possibilities are infinite. With cheeseburgers. The new cheeseburger lineup at Sonic. Sonic! See menu for details. The 10th game of the SEC football tradition known as the battle line rivalry between your Arkansas Razorbacks and the Mizzou Tigers is complete. Look for the tradition presented by Shelter Insurance to grow in the coming years as we continue to heat up the border and support our student athletes with this new rivalry, the battle line rivalry presented by Shelter Insurance. Find a shelter agent near you at shelterinsurance.com. Razorback men's basketball fans, we have a 1994 National Championship rematch coming to Bud Walton Arena Wednesday, November 29th. The Duke Blue Devils are coming to town, and the Hogs need you there. That's right, the Blue Devils are coming to town for an 8:15 tip on Wednesday, November 29th, and we need the Bud Rocket. Ellis with a two-hand finish. If you have tickets, make sure they're being used. Help us show why there is no tougher place to play than Bud Walton Arena, and let's pack the palace. Live from Sassy's Barbecue Grill in Fayetteville, Eric Musselman Live, presented by Core Brewing, the official craft brewery of the Arkansas Razorbacks, and West Rock Coffee, the official coffee partner of the Razorbacks. We'll continue after a word from your local station. This is the Razorback Sports Network from Learfield. Mario fue pintor más de 30 años. Cuando me dijo que se le estaban olvidando las cosas, fue difícil. Un día me dijo, me dijeron que pintara el marco del lado por dentro y pinté el lado de afuera. Yo le di a la gente que le diga a su familia lo que está pasando con él. Si algo se nota diferente, podría ser Alzheimer. Es momento de hablarlo. Visita alz.org diagonal nuestras historias para saber más. Un mensaje de The Alzheimer's Association y The Ad Council. When you're high, you feel different. You think different, you talk different, you draw different, you listen to music different, but you probably knew that. Problem is, you also drive different, and not in a good way. That's why driving high is illegal everywhere. So if you're high, just don't drive. Make a plan to get a sober ride. Because if you feel different, you drive different. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Okay, glad you're back as we continue on Eric Musselman Live. We're at Sassy's Barbecue and Grill on Steamboat Drive in Fayetteville. Late Flocker just walked in. He's going to join us here in just a little bit. 
You know, I got to tell you, it was a scary deal on Friday when uh, Tremont Mark went went down. Kind of give us an update. How's he? How's he doing? Yeah. So, uh, you know, obviously a tough night for him after the fall. Um, they rushed him to. You know, there's two hospitals in in Nassau. They they rushed him to one of them. Did a bunch of tests. Uh, the test results came back really favorable for T. Mark. Um, nothing there that was a huge concern. Uh, they sent them. There was a, I don't know how they did it, but they got him to a spine specialist here. He read him. He felt good about him. Um, but T. Mark, you know, was up all, basically all night. Um, in the morning, was in a wheelchair the whole travel day. Um, so did not walk um, at all. Uh, and then I went over to his place. Sunday night, um, and he seemed to be pretty good mentally, um, but was just, you know, kind of still stationary. The trainer had to help him up and down because uh, he lives on the third floor. Um, today, really cool. Uh, we had a player show up in his practice gear that was not going to practice and was you know, struggling to even walk because the back is so sore and, and now the hamstring is also sore. Um, I don't know if I've ever seen a guy that there was absolutely zero chance that he was going to practice, put his practice gear on. And then he was kind of going around station to station. Um, if anybody is going to play as soon as his body will allow him, it's T-Mark. Um, I mean, he wants to jump into practice tomorrow that's not going to happen but he made great strides chuck from sunday night to today at 2 30. um again he's still you know he was walking today um whereas maybe 24 hours before that he was not walking so we're hopeful the pain goes away there's nothing structurally they the, the spine specialist came today before practice so there's nothing we're, we're concerned with from that aspect. It's just pain tolerance now. Games are so intense. And, I mean, you've got a game going on, and it's, it's nip and tuck. But to have that happen, I mean, as a coach, I, I, I just wonder what, what goes through your mind in a situation like that. Yeah, I mean, you just, you know, want the best for your, play, you know, your player. And, and uh, our team was shook up. I mean, the game was pretty much mm-hmm. already in balance. So right. it wasn't um, – and I went and did the media right away, and then I wanted to get on the phone with, with the doctor. So I spent very, very little time in the locker room after the UNC game. But, but you know, from the word that I got from, the, from our assistants and support staff, we did have some guys that were pretty shook up and, and crying and, and, and wondering with anticipation how he was. And for about a three-hour time frame, there was, there was a lot of concern about lack of movement in the legs um, you know, numbness. Um, so there was, and it went on for, for roughly three hours that night. Well, it, it, it sounds like he's on the road to recovery. Yep, he and, is. And, and that's, that's probably, well, certainly, that's, that's, that's the most important thing. want to shift gears and ask you a little bit about just the ACC-SEC challenge in general. You know, we've grown a custom around here to the SEC Big 12 challenge. Uh, this is different. And, and you draw Duke first. So uh, just just your overall thoughts on that. You know, I, I, you know the perspective, uh, it's interesting growing up in, in San Diego and living in L.A. and living in uh, Northern California. Like, if, if we weren't watching Pac-12, um, you know, for football, we're watching the SEC on the West Coast. And for basketball, we're watching the ACC. For, I don't I mean, that's just kind of how it's been since I grew up as a, you know, fourth fifth sixth seventh grader that was like how it was and um acc for years and years has been known as a basketball conference obviously because of duke and north carolina um but i think this is a great challenge the timing is obviously different than the big 12 uh, challenge was um i think that challenge had kind of run its course especially now knowing that texas and and oklahoma are headed this way and I think it's really great that our conference kind of shifted gears real quickly and got involved with the, with, with the ACC. All right, quick break. We've got Coach Musk for one more segment, then Layden's going to join us back with more in a moment on the Razorback Sports Network from Learfield. 
back with the action. Coke Zero Sugar might be the best Coke ever? That's right, Jim. With an irresistible taste and zero sugar, Coke Zero Sugar is a must-try for any sports fan. So make sure you... Wait, Jim, I didn't mean try it right now. We're still on the air. Mmm, <sighs> best Coke ever? Take a taste, Jen. Really? No, not right now, Jen. We got a game to call. When you share the story of your summer vacation, will people lean in or tune out? When you tell them you spent one morning in a four-story treehouse and that afternoon at the world's largest indoor Tesla coil, you'll have their attention. When you explain that you took your kids on thrill rides and a sunset lake cruise in the span of a few hours, they'll be hooked. And when you say you enjoyed a relaxing soak in the city's famous thermal spring water, well, then they'll just be jealous because they didn't go to Hot Springs, Arkansas. For more info, visit hotsprings.org. My name is Trevin Brazil. I'm a power forward for the Arkansas Razorbacks. The fan base is crazy in a good way. They always bring energy. We would struggle in games without them. As soon as I got injured, I knew I was probably going to have to, you know, get some type of surgery. You know, immediately I just kind of put all my trust in UAMS. Knowing that we have doctors always around during the game, it makes you feel good because, you know, if anything happens, you know, they're always right there. UAMS Health, the official orthopedics and sports medicine provider for Razorback Athletics. Live from Sassy's Barbecue Grill in Fayetteville, Eric Musselman Live, presented by Core Brewing, the official craft brewery of the Arkansas Razorbacks, and West Rock Coffee, the official coffee partner of the Razorbacks. We continue next on the Razorback Sports Network from Learfield. Glad you're back as we continue with Coach Muss on Eric Musselman live from Sassy's Barbecue and Grill Steamboat Drive in Fayetteville. Layton's coming up in just a minute. It's going to be a quick segment with, with Coach before he gets out of here. Wednesday night will be the 29th of November. It'll mark uh, the 30th anniversary of the first game played at Bud Walton Arena. 92-67 to 67 over Murray State. People remember the Mizzou game. That was the dedication game. First game was uh, a win over Murray State. And, of course, it's the 30th anniversary of Arkansas defeating Duke for the NCAA uh, National Championship. Everybody remember where they were that night? I remember exactly where I was that night. Coach, you're not from Arkansas. You remember where you were that night? I have zero I was good. idea. <laughs> That's, uh, that's, a, long, a, that's uh, a long time ago, man. I was probably on a beach somewhere. Well, probably so. But uh, um, it, it, it is um, – you know, when you talk about Duke, you talk about, you know, one of the great programs out there. I wonder as a coach, you know, Arkansas means something too on the front of that jersey. And I hear coaches say, don't let that name on the front, you know, beat you before you ever go out there. Is You've played Duke before, obviously. But is that one of the things maybe that you talk to your team about a little bit? Yeah, I mean, it's interesting because we, you know, playing North Carolina the other day, that was the first time that I, even at my, you know, at my age, first time I had played uh, or competed, been a part of a competition. I didn't feel anything yeah, different. Right. Um, so I, I, I'm not sure about each player. You know, obviously L. Ellis has played against uh, UNC before, or Duke before, and UNC before, and um, I'm not sure how they will feel. Um, I, I would hope that you're really excited. You know, I think if you play Alabama in football, there's right. going to be excitement and, 
And, uh, you know, you certainly think if you play Duke or, or UNC or Kentucky that, yeah, there's, you know, Kansas. you got to get excited to play those games. Big crowd for the Purdue game. It's going to be a big crowd, bigger crowd for this for this game on Wednesday night. The, the role that that can have in a game like this, you've been parts of many, many of them. Talk about that if you would. Yeah, I mean, you, you got to take a deep breath and you got to understand the game's 40 minutes and uh, there's going to be momentum swings. Uh, for us playing at home, how do you keep the home crowd engaged as long uh, as possible, which, you know, you can't let the opponents kind of take the air out of the building. Um, that'll be big key. If they do go on a run, we need our crowd to, you know, continue to help elevate our intensity. Um, but I think you got you to gotta relax. You do have to understand, hey, it's a big game, it, it, national TV, and, and, uh, but you can't worry about anything other than what we're supposed to do, and then you do it to your best of, best of your ability. Coach, good luck. Good yeah. luck Wednesday night. Eric Musselman, everybody. We appreciate you being with us tonight. When we come back, Layden Blocker's here. We're going to visit with him after the break on the Razorback Sports Network from Learfield. At Core Brewing and Distilling Company, we are built for innovation. Scarlet Letter is renowned for its distinctive flavors and clean finish. Each one of our hard beverage flavors are handcrafted and perfectly balanced so that each sip feels like a burst of flavor. But we're just getting started. Stay tuned this fall as we begin releasing our new Scarlet Letter cocktails, our delicious, ready-to-drink, vodka-based cocktails. Just pour over ice and enjoy. Scarlet Letter, now available in over 20 states. To learn more, visit coreofarkansas.com slash scarletletter. Go Hawks! What is power? Power can mean different things. For a business, it's offering competitive benefits while also controlling expenses. At QualChoice, it's being part of a Fortune 50 insurer. For you, it's simple. Power is having choices. This year, ask for a QualChoice quote and see how much our new rates can save you. Make the right choice. Choose QualChoice. From your favorite drive through coffee to the iced tea from the hotel lobby, many of the beverages you enjoy every day come from Arkansas's own West Rock Coffee Company. As the official sponsor of the Razorbacks, West Rock Coffee fuels our team and customers all over the world. We are the trusted provider of coffee, tea, flavors, extracts, and ingredients to the brands you love, and we are dedicated to making a difference. Learn more about West Rock Coffee's global impact at westrockcoffee.com. Follow the hogs on and off the hardwood at Razorback MBB. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and more. This is Arkansas Basketball from Learfield. Sometimes I just cannot believe all the storms we've gone through here. I can only hope that we'll be able to leave this house to you one day, baby. You're our legacy. Planning for these disasters will make sure we're safe. And it's the best way to protect that legacy. Protect your legacy. Visit ready.gov forward slash plan for the tools and tips you need to start your emergency preparedness plan today. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm Danica Patrick. Watching my nieces grow, play, and learn is amazing, but not every child gets to be carefree. One in six kids in the U.S. are hungry. This breaks my heart, and it's something that Feeding America is working to change. Each year, the Feeding America network of food banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste and gives it to families in need. To help, visit feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. All right, folks, let's welcome in Layden Blocker as we continue on Eric Musselman Live. First time out here tonight, guys. And uh, first off, welcome. Glad you're here. And um, everybody kind of got to know you while you were out there in the Bahamas. What was what was that like for you? Come off the bench, I guess, in the first game, start the last two. Um, overall, so it was a you know good experience just being out in the Bahamas, getting to compete you know, against top college basketball teams. Um, I felt like um, like the first game, that was really like the game um, where it just, it started just, you know, when I brought my intensity on the defensive end, just making winning plays. And I felt like I did that while I was Bahamas, although 
you know, overall we come out how we wanted to come out, but I just think overall it was a great experience. When you're a young guy and you're coming in and you got all these players that have played so much college basketball, how do you try to find your role? Um, how did when you came in? How did you go about doing that? Just um, by doing what I've been doing, just by playing hard, playing defense, um, just doing the little things. Because you know, coming in as one of the youngest players on the team, that's some of the things you have to do just to be on the floor and just to compete with those older guys. What was it like as a freshman to, you know, hear your name in that starting lineup? I mean, you're running out there on the floor with, with, with the guys that begin the game. Do you think about that at all? Um, I mean, me personally, I really don't because, um, you know, before the game, I like I try to clear my mind. I don't even listen to music before the game. Um, but, I mean, I, th I think it was just a crazy moment because, you know, just being in high school and um, turning on the TV and watching a college basketball game, I wouldn't expect to just see – know myself in the starting lineup now tell us about the bahamas i mean not just the basketball what'd you think of the bahamas um the bahamas was nice um i actually went um last year also so just going being back out there was just a nice experience you know going to the beach um getting my feet in the water um just all those things you know it's way different than here and any other stage it's just beautiful out there now you know basketball's you know it's allowed you to see some places you say you've been there twice mm -hmm. You know, most people don't even go one. So uh, just what's that been like for you at a young age to play basketball? You're obviously highly recruited. You played a lot of what I guess people my age call travel ball. Mm -hmm. um, what's that been like for you, the places you've gotten to go? Um, it's been an amazing experience. Um, I started really traveling when I was a sophomore, you know, just playing travel ball. And even when I was a junior senior, just playing at a prep school out in Kansas, uh, we traveled a lot, like, Florida, um, you know, South Carolina, a lot of places, um, just getting on planes. And before, I wasn't really used to just flying on planes all the time. And I had to fly on planes by myself sometimes. So it's been a crazy experience. Coach Muss said a little earlier before you got here, he said he's not afraid of anybody or anything. Mm -hmm. um, this fact that as a young guy, you know, you are doing things. Most young kids don't do traveling to places most kids don't go to. That kind of contribute to that mindset for you a little bit, do you think? Um, I think it does a little bit. And just also um, growing up, that's just always my mindset that I had, just that my um, father gave me, just to be the underdog, um, just to work harder to people, play harder. And, you know, that can get you very far in life. Was it a competitive household? Uh, very. I have two brothers. One is just 11 months younger than me. One is 12. And it's been very competitive. Sounds like your dad kind of set the tone for that. Would that be fair to say? <laughs> yes, sir. You, uh, from Little Rock, but you alluded to the fact you went to Sunrise Academy in Kansas for your last two years. Is last that right? What, what, what was that experience like for you? Um, that experience was great. I feel like going to Sunrise really helped me um, just how I'm playing today because it's basically just getting, getting me ready for college basketball, like the coach, how we practice, um, just everything about it. It just helped me be prepared for this. What was it like moving? Moving, I mean, it was tough because I left um, home when I was only 15 years old and I was just living like with my teammates and coaches. So it was hard a little bit, but I just thought about, you know, the um, outcome of it. Mm -hmm. Now you were, uh, you played with Grady Dick, mm -hmm. who uh, um, we, we saw in that Kansas uniform. Uh, Mark Mitchell, mm -hmm. I guess from Duke, uh, part of that as well. So, I mean, you talk about having teammates and playing competition. Um, it sounds like it was top flight every time you went out. Mm -hmm. What did you learn from that? Um, I mean, I learned a lot because, like, again, I was young, you know, playing with, again, older guys. And I, just, I learned a lot from that because, you know, where I come from, um, the old school I went to, like, it was like the basketball program was good, but just the teaching and how we did things there wasn't the same as, as it was at Sunrise. Okay, take us through the recruiting process. Everybody's after you. Um, kind of walk us through that, how it went. Um, I mean, it went good because um, my dad, he helps me with a lot of that stuff, so I don't just have to um, be worried about all that stuff. So um, he's a big part of my recruitment. I know, um, like, the schools that's looking at me, like, where I'm going to go and where I went. And he was a big part of that and one of the people who helped me make that decision. Beyond your 
your dad. You obviously had basketball influences. I know, I'm certain anyway, a lot of them were in Little Rock. And, you know, clearly when you went to Kansas, who are, who are some of the people that have helped you along the way? Uh, for sure my dad because he was the one who put the basketball in my hand and coached me throughout my childhood. Um, trainer from back home. Um, like I said, my high school coach, Coach Luke from Sunrise. Um, and a lot of other coaches. Coach Finn at my old school from Little Rock Christian. And, you know, it's a lot of people to name, but, you know, those were, like, the main people who helped me, you know, get here. You mentioned your dad coaching you when you were little. Were you always the best player on the team? Actually, oh, you tell the truth. Actually, no. Um, I could tell in third grade I wasn't that good. And he was my coach. Yeah. And he didn't play me. And I started – I was crying on the bench. <laughs> <laughs> so I, was, I wasn't always good. Well, obviously something happened along the way. Mm-hmm. When, when, when did you begin to develop – as a player? Um, I'll say really developed my eighth grade summer because that's when I was like 5'7", but that's that summer is when I started working on my body. That's when I was able to dunk a basketball. Um, you were able and, to dunk then? Mm-hmm. And how tall were you? Like no, I, I, I wasn't dunking at five seven. That was that was I touched rim at five. Oh seven. okay. All but right. once well, I, that's I, still pretty good. I had a growth spurt and grew like three like to six foot. Then I, I dunked. It okay. was like eighth grade, ninth grade, beginning of ninth grade. Um, but that COVID year also, you know, I didn't play any travel ball. I was just working out, doing a lot of workouts, waking up early, running hills, and I feel like that's really where my um, improvement jumped. Did you begin to feel like at that point that, you know, I I might be a guy who can, you know, play college basketball, maybe go beyond that too? Um, I did because, you know, I had confidence in myself that I was going to steady, to keep steady improve, improving and keep working on my game. But at the same time, like I was young, I was probably like 14. I wasn't really, you know, thinking that far ahead. I was just thinking on, you know, playing basketball. That's the thing I love to do. So describe your game. I mean, if someone says, tell us about your game. Um, I'm a I'm a guard, fast guard. Um, who lo- I love to play defense. You know, do the dirty things, do the little things. Um, get out in transition. Um, making highlight plays like dunks and stuff like that. Uh, I mean, it's really hard to describe my game because I I just to me I feel like I could do everything on the court for a coach. What was the point, or was there a point when you got here? And Coach Muss is being Coach Muss on the practice floor. Uh, was there a point where you thought, man, this, this is going to be a little bit different, baby? Um, actually, I really didn't because to me, you know, Coach Muss is very similar to my um, high school coach at Sunrise. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, how they love the game of basketball and how, like, they could be nice, um, like, off the court at one moment. But when they get on the court, it's a whole different switch. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, we hear – so many you know and obviously you want to continue to play as long as you can too talk about uh, talk if you would about the the development that comes at this level for you uh, you know what what you want to accomplish as a college player what you feel like as a freshman you've got to improve on in your game and the things that you'd like to see long term happen for you while you're here uh, while I'm here at Arkansas you know I just really want to keep improving like all my game like every aspect of it um, shooting, that's number one. Um, finishing everything, passing, being a um, point guard, making plays for my teammates, and just comp- and keep um, improving my defense also. I feel like I'm a pretty good defender now, but I feel like I can be a, even a better one just to keep working at it and just keep, you know, working hard. All right, we got to take a quick break. We'll come back. Layden Blocker's here. We're going to have a final word with Layden, wrap up the show after the break. So stay with us. Eric Musselman Live returns in a moment on the Razorback Sports Network from Learfield. Win big with LRS, Arkansas's local waste and recycling expert that will work with your business or home's waste needs. LRS provides innovative construction and demolition removal, roll-off dumpster rentals of all sizes, and comprehensive waste and recycling collection services. LRS is one of the largest independently held waste haulers with over 2,000 dedicated employees that work to provide you with the best possible customer experience. Partner with the all-star LRS team and call for a quote at 844-LRS-HAUL. LRS is Arkansas's local go-to waste solutions provider. First Security has been putting our home state first since 1932, helping fellow Arkansans and their families buy homes, grow businesses, and build futures. Today, First Security is still committed to helping you bank better, providing local solutions and local support in the places we love too. 
It's community banking with people you know and people you know you can count on. First Security. Bank better. FSBank.com. Member FDIC. Razorback fans, it's time to pack the barn this weekend. Your Razorbacks host the NCAA Volleyball Tournament's first and second rounds in historic Barnhill Arena for the first time in almost 20 years. Razorback Volleyball faces off against Stephen F. Austin this Friday night at 7 with a chance to advance to round 2 on Saturday night. Tickets are on sale now for these can't-miss matchups. Call the Hogs today at 479-575-5151 or secure your tickets online at ArkansasRazorbacks.com. Go Hogs! Live from Sassy's Barbecue Grill in Fayetteville, Eric Musselman Live, presented by Core Brewing, the official craft brewery of the Arkansas Razorbacks, and West Rock Coffee, the official coffee partner of the Razorbacks. We'll continue after a word from your local station. This is the Razorback Sports Network from Learfield. From Sassy's Barbecue Grill in Fayetteville, Eric Musselman Live, presented by Core Brewing, the official craft brewery of the Arkansas Razorbacks, and West Rock Coffee, the official coffee partner of the Razorbacks. We continue next on the Razorback Sports Network from Learfield. You took the first step and quit smoking, but even former smokers may still be at risk for lung cancer. That's why SaveByTheScan.org wants you to know about a new low-dose CT scan that can detect lung cancer early. It takes only 60 seconds and could save your life. You took the first step, now take the next. Visit SaveByTheScan.org for a simple quiz to see if you're eligible and talk to your doctor about screening. SaveByTheScan.org is brought to you by the American Lung Association's Lung Force Initiative and the Ad Council. My simple solution to the problem was remove people from the scene and help them feel safer. In response to attacks against Asian Americans, Maddie Park raised over $250,000 to donate cab rides to the Asian community. There is so much more work to be done. We really need to come together and tackle this issue as a community. Support the Asian community. Learn how at lovehasnolabels.com. Brought to you by Love Has No Labels and the Ad Council. All right, we're glad you're back with Leighton Blocker on Eric Musselman Live. Had he done a good job tonight? Freshman out of Little Rock. By the way, no show next Monday night because there's a basketball game next Monday night. Razorbacks are going to take on Furman. So we're back here in two weeks, two weeks from tonight. We will be right back in this very spot for Eric Musselman Live. Duke, Wednesday night, Leighton. Kind of tell us as a basketball player what, what this is like for you. Um... I'm very excited to play Duke, you know, just like, again, I, like I said, just being in high school, you know, turning on the TV and watching games, you know, Duke is a very, you know, good program. Um, but I feel like, you know, I have faith in my team and I feel like we're going to come out on top. Um, but just overall, I just think that experience on Wednesday night is going to be great. What was it like in the Purdue game? And, you know, what do you figure it's going to be like Wednesday night? Um, the Purdue game, that was a very, you know, energetic game. I feel like we really came ready to play just because, you know, they had Zach Eady, which, you know, player of the year. Um, the atmosphere was great. Um, you know, that's something, you know, that kind of atmosphere I'm very new to because, you know, just the fans are loud, crazy. And, you know, it's just a great experience. And me being a freshman, you know, I never experienced those things, but it's great. Well, man, we're looking forward to watching you. Mm-hmm. And it's been fun to watch you so far. We appreciate you being out here tonight. Thank you. Layton Blocker, everybody. 
All right. Again, no show next week. Back here in two weeks. Hogs and Duke at 8-15 Wednesday night, and then Purdue on Monday night. Going to be kind of weird not having a game this weekend. So uh, that's the deal. We're back here in two weeks for Eric Musselman Live. The Razorback Sports Network from Learfield. Live from Sassy's Barbecue and Grill in Fayetteville. You've been listening to Eric Musselman Live. Presented by Core Brewing, the official craft brewery of the Razorbacks. And by West Rock Coffee, produced right here in Arkansas. West Rock is proud to be the official coffee of the Razorbacks. Eric Musselman Live has also been brought to you by Coca-Cola. There's magic when we cheer together. First Security Bank. It's banking with people you know and people you know you can count on. First Security. Bank better by Shelter Insurance. For award-winning service, find an agent near you at shelterinsurance.com. By Summit Utilities, bringing natural gas to Razorback fans across Arkansas. By Sonic Drive-In. Sonic has been a proud sponsor of Razorback Athletics for over 25 years. Mmm, Sonic. LRS, Arkansas's local waste management company. And by Bud Light. Easy to drink, easy to enjoy. Please drink responsibly. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation of the Razorback Sports Network.